Welcome to the Kaizen Creativity Podcast, where we apply the philosophy of continual improvement to our creativity. Each episode takes a scientific principle from creativity and innovation research, and it translates it into practical advice for your creativity. For more, you can visit us at jaredvoli.com. Highly creative products are not well-rounded. Think about any of the highly creative products that are on the market today. Think about Google, the iPhone, Tesla. And you can also look at the most influential artists that have ever lived. People like Picasso or Elvis Presley. Now, they're all wildly different, but they all share one very interesting thing in common. They represent ideas that are not well-rounded. And when I say well-rounded, I'm referring to the tendency to cover up our weaknesses. No idea is perfect. It's only because of these imperfections that creative ideas can evolve over time. We cannot improve something if it's already perfect. When you embrace one idea, you are, by necessity, embracing the worst parts of that idea as well. This is really easy to see in Google's homepage, right? Their homepage is essentially blank. This is a creative choice that the people at Google have made, and it's shaped the website ever since. Now, contrast that with Yahoo's webpage. Yahoo wants to tell you the weather, the political news, how the stock market's doing. It wants to tell you everything. On the other hand, Google has embraced this idea of being what we would say a lopsided company. They've both acknowledged and encouraged this lopsidedness by leaving their website nearly blank. So they focus on achieving only one thing for their users, but the promise is that they can achieve that thing far better than anybody else can. Yahoo is trying to be everything to everyone. They're trying to make sure that their homepage is well-rounded. There is something there for everybody. So essentially, they're trying to cover up any weaknesses by adding more and more stuff to the homepage. So why do we visit Google far more than Yahoo if Yahoo is the one that has less weaknesses, right? We like stuff and Yahoo has more stuff. This should be a no-brainer, but as you undoubtedly know, it's not the case. If you told someone to Google something, then they would not bat an eye at that request. That's totally normal. But if you told someone to go and Yahoo it, then they would probably start laughing. And if you told them to go and use Ask Jeeves, they'd probably be really concerned. So why do we love lopsided companies so much? Because everything is a trade-off. Google has accepted their weakness in one idea, in one area, because they can spend more time focusing on getting the good parts right. So time spent covering up your weakness is time that you are not spending magnifying your strengths. And this is what lopsided companies do really well. Lopsided companies are loved not 
in spite of being lopsided, not in spite of having some weaknesses, but usually because they are lopsided. When we want to search something on the internet, we open up Google. When we want the weather, we open up a weather app on our phone. If you want political news, you have a different app for that. Whenever we need anything, we go directly to the places that tend to be the most lopsided. They tend to focus only on that thing. Now, this is especially true in today's modern age where it is incredibly easy to find these lopsided companies. You don't need to value Yahoo's weather forecast because you can instantly go to several different apps on your phone and you can find the weather there. So why would we trust someone who is stretching themselves too thin? How could someone who cares about everything ever possibly be as good as the person or the company that only cares deeply about one thing? We love lopsidedness as consumers, but here's the trick. As a creative person, we hate it. And this is kind of the ironic part of this. It isn't easy to be lopsided as a creative person. It isn't easy to sacrifice a weakness that you know you could fix with some other temporary solution, right? It's really difficult to not make that trade-off and try to focus on bringing your weaknesses up rather than bringing your strengths even higher. This is why so many companies and so many artists really fall into this trap where they're trying to please everybody. There's always this pressure to add one more thing to a creative product. And we assume that by adding something good to the mix, then we're automatically going to make the idea better. But that's not necessarily the case. Creativity is more like cooking. Just because you like two different ingredients doesn't automatically mean that they should be in the same cake together. Spicy food tastes good by itself. Sweet food tastes good by itself. But you can't be everything to everybody. You can only be the perfect thing for someone. So that's it for today. If you want to support the show, you can go to patreon.com slash kaizencreativity. We really appreciate any of the support you guys can give. And I want to say a quick thank you to my brother Adam for getting us started on Patreon with a $3 a month pledge. Thanks for listening. If you want to get in touch with the show, you can go to facebook.com slash kaizencreativity and that'll help you stay up to date on everything we're doing here. You can also email me directly at podcast at jaredvoli.com. Until next time, keep creating.